0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Low Definition 2, Electric Bergoo, Same Dumb Show, New Hopelessly Dated Reference. I'm your host, Steve Lutz, and here with me is just a top-notch panel of our usual irregulars and even a special guest. Not a Canadian in the bunch, though. That's That's kind of weird. Mm. Anyway... Here are our players in order of play. Uh, let's start off with uh, incomparable impresario Jason Snell. Hi, Jason. Hi, Steve. I'm
1: back, and um, I'm really hoping that you introduce Dan Moran and don't introduce David Lohr, because
0: yes. that, that well, would we'll be good find for out. me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's exciting that that's a surprise for you. Mm. Yes. I can't let's wait see, to see. Let's see how that uh, how the rest of the cast list goes. Next up is Aline Sims. Hi, Aline. How you doing?
2: Good. I hope I do better this time.
0: Well, uh, there's almost no way you could do worse.
2: Uh, (laughs) No, right?
0: (laughs) No, you did fine. What am I saying? It was probably a scoring error that had you fairly low down in the rankings. (laughs) Uh, Also joining us again is Brian Hamilton. Welcome back, Brian. Pooks to you, Steve Lutz. Oh, well, we don't have to uh, talk like that. This is a family (laughs) show. Uh, Joining us for the first time at long last, it's Tiffany Arment.
3: (sighs) I'm so happy to be here.
0: I'm so happy to know. have you. It's uh, the, the plaintive cries of you um, saying that nobody ever wants to play Balderdash with you. Uh, did not fall do. on deaf ears.
3: Thank you. Thank you for hearing my, my pleas and my cries through Twitter. Now
0: there are at least five other people playing Balderdash with you. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. I'm just miracle.
3: so thankful. It is a Christmas miracle. Hey, guess what, Jason Snell?
0: Oh, tell me. Next up on our list, Dan Morin. And I'm David Lor- Wait, no. Yes. Bravo. Bye. So going? back when this uh we used to play Balderdash instead of um, this what is actually low definition. Yeah, I, I didn't mention Tiffany, we're not actually playing Balderdash, so oh, it's not no. really that great. Legally distinct. <laughs> Every time uh Jason Snell would come up with a fake answer, Dan Warren would guess it. I <sighs> that hoping may to not break work that way. streak
1: today. Hoping to break yes. that streak.
0: Well, this is a whole different game, Dan, so uh, Oh, yeah, sweet. We'll see All how right. it goes clean slate. Last up but definitely not least, it's Monty Ashley. Welcome back, Monty. Thank you, Steve. I haven't been here since you changed the name and spruced up the place. It's true. Well, it's, it's oh, much nicer one, now. One of those The green room is much greener. That's right. <laughs> we paint it up. <laughs> on paint the other side. <laughs> we uh, we got to renew it, and uh, everything is it's just fresh and clean and, and pleasant. Classy. Yep. Pine-scented. So that's the order of play tonight. That order of play, by the way, brought to you by Random.org. Random.org. Our algorithm <laughs> is suspect as hell, but hey, we're free. By the way... <laughs> <laughs> our reigning champion David Lore, could not be with us tonight. He's oh. too busy He's too busy gloating over his previous dominance, <laughs> which means that our game tonight will consist entirely of words David has never encountered. That's just how it's going to work. Um, so these are the rules to low definition. You guys probably all already know them, but what the heck? We'll run through them real fast. Uh, in each round, I am going to read a word. It's hopefully something that's fairly um, obscure that you may not have heard before, or at least have not heard a lot. Uh, Then you will each present me a definition to the word. If you know the actual definition, you'll send me that. If you don't, then you will send me a fake definition, which you hope will fool the other players. Uh, Once I have all the definitions, I'll read them to you, and then you each get to pick which one you think is the real definition. Uh, For each, uh, If you correctly guess the right definition, uh, you get two points. If uh, somebody guesses your fake definition, you get one point. If you actually had the correct definition when you first sent in your definition, you get three points. If nobody guesses the right definition, I get six points. That is a host's privilege. I can do what I want. I'm the host. Uh, We we, uh, go to 18 for some unknown reason, but that's just what we do here. Uh, So three wins by me, and the game is over, and everybody goes home sad. And uh, Christmas is ruined. So let's not, uh, let's try not to do that. Also, hopefully, nobody will know the words uh, more than two or three times because that also tends to make games sad. But
3: that would never happen.
0: I I read the dictionary before coming tonight, so good news. (laughs) Any questions, anyone? How do we make you sad again? Um, well you will make me sad no matter what. We just don't want to make the game sad. <laughs> How okay. does Glenn mess up the rules if he's not on an episode? He will find a way. He's a disruptor. All right. All right. <laughs> so, I'm uh, I'm going to assume there are no questions, so let's start off with round 1. Seems like a good place to start. Our first word for tonight is syalagogue. How do you spell that's, that? Uh, spelled S-I-A-L-A-G-O-G-U-E.
1: Oh, my goodness. That's too <laughs> many letters. <Sialagog. laughs> wow. Just getting going. Starting with an easy <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> Please send me your definitions for Sialagog now.
3: Huge apologies for my horrendous spelling.
0: Oh, that's all right.
1: I misspelled like, it's like really three short. words. Spelling doesn't count on podcasts. <laughs> Spelling's for chumps. Or chimps. No way of knowing Can't spell. I always secretly hope that I've somehow guessed the right answer out of nowhere and I'm a little disappointed
0: <laughs> <laughs> that never <laughs> seems to happen <laughs> I've, I've seen that happen before where they just pick up on the Latin roots and go oh well, this is probably this and then it turns out to be the right answer turns out Turns out. somehow David Lore is going to
1: have turned out to have gotten this even though he's not playing he's probably yelling at his car stereo I know this! Hi David of course he doesn't <laughs> I believe it's pronounced Sialagogo.
4: Wake me up before you're Sialagogo.
2: Hmm.
4: Nope. <laughs> no? Listen, who's running this game?
2: Interesting,
1: interesting. Seriously, who is? It's Glenn, I think.
2: <laughs> that explains some things.
0: Talking about him when he isn't here just encourages him. <laughs> oh, yeah, he might appear. That's the what you want to avoid.
3: I thought you had to say his name in the mirror three times. Three times. <laughs>
0: All right, all of the definitions are in for sialagogue. I like saying that, all (laughs) stupid-like. So, these are the definitions for sialagogue. The phenomenon where one cannot speak due to an excess of saliva. A speech delivered to an inanimate object. Any substance that stimulates the flow of saliva. A temple used for bread preparation constructed by the Sialic tribe of ancient Sicily. (laughs) Temple, you say? Temple, (laughs) yes. Used for bread preparation. An orator who attempts to influence masses by appealing to the spiritual. A person who criticizes social movements through humor. Or an amoeba-like single-celled organism. Those are your options for Cialagog. You just have to decide which one is real and which ones are fake. Let's start off with Jason Snell. What do you think, Jason? Uh, I'm going to guess um, the
1: uh, the orator who is appealing uh, to the masses through spiritual means. Okay. Aline, what do you think?
2: Saliva flow.
0: Saliva <laughs> <laughs> flow. Pearl Jam's best song.
4: All right, Brian, what do you think? Uh, I'm a fan of a monologue given to an inanimate object, because that's essentially what I'm doing right now to my microphone. Oh, I, I thought
0: you were talking about me. <laughs> I a little hurtful. <laughs>
4: All
0: right, Tiffany, what do you think?
3: I'm also going with the saliva fountain answer. It <laughs> stimulates saliva. All right.
0: Dan Morin, what do you think? Which one of oh, these is man. Jason's answer?
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think what he would do and then, say, and then pick the opposite. That's how I get you. Yeah, I know. I, every time I lose. What was the, what was the other saliva related?
3: <laughs> <laughs> just to, just to well, compare
0: a good dress. We're focused on uh, bodily fluids here. I'm not, I'm not liking where this is starting. Uh, the phenomenon where one cannot speak due to an excess of saliva. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: I'm going to pick the uh, the someone who criticizes with
0: humor. Okay. It's alive anybody possible. like that thankfully <laughs> sounds like dreadful people Monty what do you think I also think it is somebody who criticizes with humor all right so all of your guesses are in uh, let's start with that last one uh, both Dan and Monty thought a person who criticizes social movements through humor was the correct definition for sialagogue hey guess what Dan <laughs> son of a <laughs> mental note follow oh, Dan God. nowhere <laughs> Two points for Jason Snell, that was in fact his answer. Mm. Uh Dan oh I'm sorry, Jason, uh, thought that the correct definition was an orator who attempts to influence masses by appealing to the spiritual. Hey, guess what, Jason? This <laughs> is <that> my buddy. <laughs> that was Dan Morin's answer. She's on the now. other foot now. Nah. Actually, shoes are on
1: both feet, I guess. <laughs>
0: Ah, let's see. Brian Hamilton believed that it was a speech delivered to an inanimate object. That was, in fact, Monty Ashley's definition. Mm
4: -hmm. Ooh. Wait.
0: Meanwhile, Aline and Tiffany both thought that any substance that stimulates the flow of saliva was a sialagogue. In fact, that is the correct definition for sialagogues.
2: Wow. As
0: Aline knew, because she apparently picked up on saliva somewhere in the... uh, the, the roots for that word. Her answer was <laughs> A the phenomenon where one on cannot saliva. speak to it, an excess of saliva. So wow. good job, Aline, and good job, Tiffany. All right. That means that at the end of round one, here are the scores. Three are tied in first place with two points. That's Jason, Aline, and Tiffany. Dan and Monty each have one point. Uh, Brian and I both have nothing. But it's early yet. Very early. Yes. So that takes us to round two. Round two. Hey, this is exciting, guys. Round two is our first listener-supplied word. Oh, Ooh, man. Uh, yeah. Hi, listeners. We got, we got exactly one at our, uh, at our email account. <laughs> <laughs> Loadfgs at gmail.com, by the way, if you want to be the next listener to submit, <laughs> next and second listener to submit a word. <laughs> listener Williams submitted this for your approval. The word is Lockenvelder. Lockenvelder. That's spelled L. A K E N V E L D E R Lockenvelder. Please send me your definitions for Lockenvelder
4: now. Do
0: I have to? No, <laughs> you don't. You could, uh, <laughs> you could send me a definition for something else. You are required to send me a definition, though. Otherwise, the game breaks. I bet you David knows this word.
1: Yeah, it was probably in a play. I was seeing them in this in this theater in New York, and <laughs> watching the lonely Lockenvelder," the story of Abraham <laughs>
0: Lochenvelder. <and> <laughs> inventor of the Lockenvelder harness used in uh, stagecraft.
2: And then Glenn chimes in because he knew like the lead actor, <laughs> yes, or lead understudy to the actor. We're made in college with <laughs> right. the sister, Mr. Wow. Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a good sign, right? Yeah, I like these words Steve impressed by our ridiculous definitions
0: hey, When they're really dumb, I usually appreciate it
1: mm. I assumed you were laughing because they were all so accurate
0: Alright, all, right, all the definitions are in for Lockenwelder. Here they are, listen up Lockenwelder, a German word for an expert welder who takes on apprentices <laughs> A primitive Dutch dam or dike A wide-open plain by the side of a lake. A breed of German chicken, resembling the (laughs) leghorn. I say, I say.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I say.
0: A a German term, it's suddenly T.P. Kill in here. A German term, meaning green lake, describing the process of algae taking over a body of water. A person who visits lakes, semicolon, a lake tourist.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lake a tourism. boat
0: repairman. And those are the wow. definitions for Lockenbelder. We start off this round wow. with Aline Sims. Aline, what do you think a Lockenbelder is?
2: Oh God, I don't like any of them. Um Me neither. Let's throw this whole round out. <laughs> um okay. 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 What was the chicken one?
0: Uh a breed of German chicken resembling the
1: leghorn. I got fished in by a chicken one last time. <laughs> Colorful chickens. Pfft. Um, you got fished in by a chicken <laughs> one? <You're> mixing your <laughs> Chickens animals. <make> is <laughs> all so part of this uh, nutritious meal, Dan. Chicken of the sea. It was
0: something deep fried.
2: Uh, I'll go with that one.
0: German chicken.
2: German chicken. Okay.
0: All right. Sounds delicious. Brian, what do you
4: think? Hmm oh god um my favorite so far is the uh boat repairman well, there are no more so you're not getting anything <laughs> better <than that. laughs> someone call glenn ask him what his is no um yeah i'm going with boat repairman the boat repair boat repairman
0: Worst right. superhero ever tiffany what do you think
3: i'm also gonna go with the boat repairman i was boat repairman thinking about the dam but yeah i think i'm gonna go boat repairman
0: two boat repairmans boat repairmen uh, Dan Morin, what do you think? I think I'm going to go
1: with the the dam. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to swear. This there. is
0: a family show. All right, primitive Dutch dam or dike for Dan Morin. Gonna let that go. Monty, what do you think? <laughs> Just because I want there to be a word for it, I'm going with the Lake Tourist. <laughs> okay. That's a
1: very
3: good
0: film. Have you seen the Lake Tourist? Excellent
3: film. <laughs> yeah. It's by M Night Shyamalan. It's a
0: little, it's a little weepy for me, but. Mm. Jason Snell, what do you think a Lockenvelder is?
3: I,
1: I am enjoying the lake terms, and I'm going to say a wide-open plain by the side of
0: a lake. All right. Okay, then. Well, let's start here. Uh, let's see. Dan Morin thought that a Lockenvelder was a primitive Dutch dam or dike. That was, in fact, Monty Ashley's definition. Well played, Monty. Hey, <laughs> at least it point wasn't Jason. James. It wasn't me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Jason... Speaking of Jason, yep. thought that a Lockenvelder was a wide-open plain by the side of a lake.
4: Well, look at that. That's Dan Moran's answer. Dan. It, <laughs> the Rat a boo reboot needs to start you, too.
0: <laughs> uh, Monty, meanwhile, thought that a person who visits lakes, semicolon, a lake tourist was the correct <laughs> answer. Would that it was. That is a, a wonderful term, but in fact, that was Jason <laughs> Snell's submission. Awesome. Jason, Just, I want to live in your world. <laughs> <laughs> Can you,
1: I mean, only in Germany. They, they, it, lake tourism, it's a thing. It's big. Yeah. It's going to be There's the tourists. hill tourists, the lake tourists. They don't really get
0: along. No. No, there have been lots of fights. Uh, oh, we also have a boat repairman, which was picked by both Brian and Tiffany. In fact, that was Brian's answer. So just one I point. hear oh, you, Brian, that for works. that one. <laughs> Brian, you monster. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yep. Saboteur. That leaves Aline, who believed that a Lochenwelder was a breed of German chicken resembling the leghorn. I say, I say, that is the correct answer.
2: Seriously? (laughs) Oh my god! Wow. But what's the the
0: etymology? You would have to ask Listener William.
2: Good job, Listener (laughs) William. Listener
1: William. They are are chickens that grew up on a wide plain next to a lake. (laughs) I agree
0: with that. With algae. So, in a dramatic turn of events, Aline leads after round two with four points. In second place, Jason with three. Uh, Tied in third with two points each, it's Tiffany, Dan, and Monty. And uh, with one point,
4: Brian Hamilton. (laughs) I will cling to this point until the day I die. I am really proud of that. (laughs) Could be worse. You could have no points like I do.
0: All right. Let's move on to round three. Hey, Let's do something a little different for round three, since it's the holidays. You know, it's uh, in the United States anyway. It's uh, it's the holiday season, right? Everybody's all wound up about uh, Christmas or Hanukkah or uh, New Year's or whatever's going on. Uh, But as you guys also all know, there are a lot of uh, ridiculous holidays that um, are just basically made up by people. But somehow they stick and they become semi-official, unofficial holidays. Like, talk like a pirate day, for instance, or... Peanut Butter Lover's Day. Uh, there's apparently even something called Take It in the Ear Day. I don't know what that's uh-huh. about. Mm-hmm. But it is nope. December 8th. Uh, look it up.
1: <laughs> this is what happens when you give Steve his own
0: show. <laughs> so here's the deal. I'm going to... Nobody <laughs> gave it to me. I just took it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a date. And you guys are going to tell me what the, uh, the pseudo-holiday on that date is called and since we're recording this on december 14th i want you each to tell me what the holiday that we are celebrating today <laughs> the stupid oh, no. fake holiday that we are celebrating today <laughs> is called so please send me the name of the holiday that we're all enjoying so thoroughly today now saint lockenvelder's day <laughs> celebration of chickens S- that man was no son, saint I say son International Lake Tourist Day. <laughs> That's every day, Steve. That's every day. It really is. When you're a lake tourist, every day is a holiday. <laughs> there are so many uh, lakes to enjoy. <laughs> I'm just saying,
1: I have personally gone to look at a lake or two in my time. Well, you are a lake tourist. I would you be really delighted to, it, to know that. A Lockenfelder. It's <laughs> one of the day <and> <laughs> you're a chicken or a lake tourist. But they, they're The flag, the International Lockenfelder's Association has just a big chicken on it, but it's a lake tourism organization. It's very confusing. Hmm. I'm really disappointed that there isn't a word for lake tourism or lake tourism isn't a thing because I know that was a great idea. Oh, well, all we know is that this word is not the word for lake tourist. (laughs) Well, I just did a Google search and I think there's not a lot of lake tourism out there. It's too bad. What if that spoiled the future world? I, I, I had a whole vision of, like, you know, the, these people, they go from lake to lake, they're like birders. They're like, yeah. they're like, have you been have you been up to Lake Titicaca? Well, no, I haven't, but I dream of that. <laughs> they mostly live in Minnesota. They're like, he's an
0: 8,000er. That means he's seen 8,000 of the 10,000 lakes yeah. up there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Brian, I'm going to need an answer unless you think that December 14th is a boat repair man. <laughs> <laughs>
4: National <laughs> oh, Boat oh, Repair Day. There it is. It has it Immediately before you said that. National Boat <laughs>
1: Repair Day is the best okay.
4: day. Yeah. <laughs>
1: because <laughs> it. you want to repair your boat before you go out so it's like it's a reminder to boat owners to repair their <laughs> boats in yeah. December though it's more of that... a safety thing well because the boats are out of the water that time yeah of year. before boat season comes around again <laughs>
2: and I, I personally like as someone who partakes in cruises from time to time I'm very grateful for that you know Thank yeah. you, Boat
1: Repairman. Yes. All lake tourists salute you. Oh, a true lake tourist
0: doesn't go out onto the lake. You just observe it from the sides. <laughs> That's right.
2: Take lots of pictures. That oh, would that would, that would
0: go against the lake tourist code to actually get on the lake.
2: Leave no footprints.
0: The lake tourist prime
1: directive is very strong. Yeah. You can't see the whole lake if you're in the middle of the lake.
0: <laughs> well, you can see all <laughs> well, of you it. Might, well, that I guess might right. be true. You'd have to rotate, though. Yeah. You can't take it all in at once is the point. All right, all of the definitions are in. All of the names are in for the fake holidays that occur on December 14th. And I should mention now that uh, version 1.2 of the low-definition spreadsheet has a new column that's just a sad face. That's the column I put a number one in if somebody correctly uh, guesses the answer for a given round. Uh, And today, Jason Snell gets a a sad face because he correctly... No, I,
1: I was paying attention this morning when this scrolled on my Twitter feed, and I was very excited about it.
0: There are actually two answers that I would have accepted. That's not the one that I was going for, but I will take that one. So, uh, so good job, Jason. Thank Three you. Points for you. Wow. All right, for the rest of you, these are the fake holidays, even uh, made even faker by the fact that these are fake definitions for fake holidays uh, that you have to choose from. Which of these is the fake holiday on December fourteenth? Is it? National Poinsettia Day. Peppermint Eggnog Appreciation Day. (laughs) National Shred Your Sensitive Documents Day. (laughs) National Drink Prune Juice Day.
3: Oh. Chicken Pot
0: Pie Day. Ooh. Or Lake Tourism Day. National (laughs) Bouillabaisse Day. (laughs) One of those is December 14th today. I, okay. I, I, I'm in awe, really. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, let's start with Brian this round. Brian, which one of those do you think is correct?
4: Uh, none of them, but if I have to choose, <laughs> I'm going with Bully Bay's Day. Oh. National Bully Bay's
3: Day mm. for Brian
4: Hamilton. Okay, then.
0: Tiffany, what do you think?
3: I'm going with Hot Flaky Pot Pies. Mm. Hot Flaky Pot
0: Pies. That sounds good. It does sound good. Excuse That's me. Right. I'm going to go get a pot pie. I'll be back in about. I'll just <laughs> take a quick. That's my pop goal. Pie I break. just wanted everyone to crave
3: pot pies. That's it's just chicken definition. pot pies.
0: <laughs> get You're by the, the pot pies. in the bag for a Boston you, market, you aren't you, monster?
1: <laughs> uh, Dan, what do you think? I'm going with peppermint eggnog appreciation day.
0: Okay, you go with that. <laughs> It's hard not to appreciate peppermint eggnog. Really I like is. how you just have to drink the prune juice, but you have to appreciate the eggnog. <laughs> you don't really have to oh, drink let's, the let's eggnog, be right. Let's be that's serious. Let's be serious. That's right. You just have to stand uh, at a certain distance and just look at the eggnog and think, that's that's sweet eggnog. I would never drink that. <laughs> the great thing is you could also appreciate a lake while you're at it.
3: Yeah, yeah. Kill two birds with one stone. National
0: appreciate
1: peppermint eggnog by the lake day? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Monty, what do you think? Um,
1: I think it's poinsettia season. It is poinsettia season, but is that the day? Well, yes, that's out. what I'm telling you. It no, is. Okay, okay, don't, okay. Don't look at your notes right. or anything. That's okay. the answer.
0: All right. Okay. Jason doesn't get to guess. He knew what day it was, sort of. <laughs> and Aline
2: what was do you none said? of
1: these though. That's crazy. Nope.
2: <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with shred your documents. Shred your sensitive documents mm-hmm, before All the new right. year.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well. December 14th, Uh, Brian Hamilton thought that December 14th is known as National Booyah Base Day, and you are in fact correct, National (gasps) Booyah Base Day is December 14th, so uh, two points to Brian for that. Um, Let's see, Monty thought that today is National Poinsettia Day. And I was also right. No, that was in fact Tiffany's answer uh in fact national poinsettia day i believe is december 12th so you were very very close oh. <laughs> that by the way is an, is actually a uh there's a congressional act that made it national poinsettia day so it's not even a fake holiday it's a real one wow sort of on it uh dan you thought that it was peppermint eggnog appreciation day i hoped steve i hoped uh <laughs> aline owes you one glass of peppermint eggnog because that was her answer um, at the same time, though, uh, you can give her some sensitive documents for, uh, for <laughs> National Trade Sensitive Documents Day, because, Aline, that was, in fact, Dan's answer that you guessed.
2: Security has no season.
0: <laughs> Lastly, Tiff thought that it was Chicken Pot Pie Day. Nope,
4: that was Brian Hamilton's answer, so... i <laughs> <three> points. posting <laughs> in the Slack right now the delicious, delicious chicken pot pie I had. God, ah, that does
0: sound good. It I really have no does. regrets
3: for voting for that.
0: Uh, I would also have accepted, by the way, World Monkey World Day. World
3: Monkey Day. Which is uh, which has only
0: been around since 2000. I think the Base thing has been around for a little bit longer. But uh, Jason, uh, he actually put in National Monkey Day, yeah, which is a little bit off the target. But wow. you know, maybe wow. he wasn't around. It's inside when they the Venn diagram. It. Yeah,
1: it's way World to be Mystery. so America-centric. It's World Monkey yeah. Day. Yeah. We don't have the best monkeys. Yeah, we really don't. <laughs> right. no. World Monkey Day.
0: So uh, happy National bouillier Base Day to all! And uh, here's how the scores shake out after round three. Uh, Jason is currently all by himself in the lead with six points. Taking up a close second is Aline with five. Brian has four points in third place. Uh, tied in fourth are Tiffany and Dan with three points each. Uh, Monty is by himself in fifth with two points. And I still have nothing. Sad face. Yeah. Now the sad face comes from uh, you guessing the right answer. And that's already happened. Ooh, ooh, uh, uh. <laughs> All right. Well, that was silly. Let's uh, Let's do a regular <laughs> definition round. Round four. The word for round four is acer-sacomic. A-cer-sacomic. acersecomic. Acersecomic. A C E R S E C O M I C. Acersecomic. Please send me your definitions what? now.
1: Yeah, this, we're supposed to like anagram this into a word, <laughs> find that word, right?
0: Uh, yes. If you guessed durcamissar, you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> a Sirsa comic is in town. Uh-oh. Sometimes you just look at the cursor and
1: <laughs> you know, hope, hope something happens. So
2: hypnotizing. Bull your bass.
1: Bull your bass. What is the anthem of National Blue Base Day? Is that it?
4: Mm, uh, yes, I believe that is.
0: Does every holiday have to have an anthem?
4: Yes, or otherwise oh. it's not a real holiday. That's what National Bouillabaisse Day is all about, Charlie
0: Brown. One hopes nobody has thought about combining Base Day and Monkey Day into the same day. <laughs> <laughs> what? We can't feed monkeys quality
1: Bouillabaisse? They, they <laughs> need to eat food. They no, love himself Come some on. Bouillabaisse. <laughs> ah, we're keeping the monkeys down. Peter Tork feels very oppressed.
4: Viva la Bouillabaisse.
1: Bouillabaisse, chicken pot pie, mm-hmm. practically the same thing. Mm-hmm. I may have never been to France. Is it? I so still nope. want chicken pot pie, though. <laughs> you put up a little prune juice in there, and it's totally
3: <laughs>
1: oh. And some peppermint eggnog. Oh. And some shredded it. documents. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, no, you sprinkle the shredded documents on top as a garnish. Mm. Right, mm. and serve it inside
0: a poinsettia. Mm. No, don't. Those are poison.
3: that's how you make paper mache. No. It's
0: that pot pie, isn't it?
1: <laughs> it really is.
0: righty, all the definitions are in for Acer, eh, it's a comic. These are them. You guys just have to figure out which one's real. comic, socially transgressive humor most commonly written, prehistoric volcanic rock, a person who has never had a haircut, (laughs) a unit of measuring land, semicolon, a fraction of an acre, (laughs) when a moon rotates about a planet with an irregular orbit, a theatrical production characterized by biting wit, characterized by David J. Lore. (laughs) Or... The opposite of acerbic. All right. Those are your options for a service comic We'll start with uh, Tiffany Arment this time. What do you think?
3: Oh, geez, Louise. Let's see.
0: That was not an option.
3: <sighs> oh, this is like when, you know, the waitress comes and you, you panic. <laughs> I'm panicking. Go for walk. grab the first Go thing on the menu. Eggs yeah, oh, Benedict. I just
4: just get the eggs Benedict. Wait, do we have to tip Steve now? Oh. <laughs>
3: You know what Ooh. I find
0: really helps is you go for the sialagogue, that whatever oh you see on the menu that stimulates the flow of
3: saliva. <laughs> and if that happens to be a chicken pot pie, then all the better. Eesh. I'm going to go with the last one. The last one. Yeah, what was the last one you read? The Can last read one was one the opposite the opposite of acerbic. <laughs> what? Uh. <laughs> what
0: was the second one you read? <laughs> The second one do you want me to
4: just I'll read go them all with again? B,
0: whatever B was.
4: Just yeah, B. yeah. <laughs> let's let's get
1: a refresher. B, just Which one B had the most vowels in it?
0: Let me get you some fresh. Let me freshen your water, and I'll come back in about uh, two minutes. <laughs> I'd appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, no, the the, uh, the options were socially transgressive humor, most commonly written prehistoric volcanic rock, a person who has never had a haircut, a unit of measuring land semicolon a fraction of an acre, when a moon rotates about a planet with an irregular orbit. A theatrical production characterized by biting wit and the opposite of
3: acerbic. Okay, I'm going to go with the theatrical production. Theatrical production. Okay.
1: Dan, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with Jason's answer. Mm, Good. (laughs) Uh, Which is? (laughs) I'm going to go with the transgressive, socially transgressive humor. Okay.
0: Monty, what do you think? I think it's the moon one. The moon one, when a moon rotates about a planet with an irregular orbit. Yes. Okay. Jason, what do you think is the correct definition? I think it's a person who's never had a haircut. You do? I do. Well, let me put you down for that one, then. Aline, what do you think?
2: I'm going with with the moon one as well. Okay. Monty and Aline sharing the moon. (laughs)
4: It's not
0: big big enough for (laughs) two (laughs) of them.
4: And Brian Hamilton. I am going with uh, volcanic rock. Volcanic rock for Brian.
3: Oh, well, thanks. Oh, yeah, volcanic I rock. rock. I remember I that I
0: got one. a rock. I got a rock. There's a lot of that on the moon. Okay, then uh, let's see how that all uh, how that all worked out for you guys. The word was Acersecomic. Wait, what? Uh, Acersecomic. <laughs> that was the word, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, just checking. <laughs> Dan, you thought that uh, you thought that uh, a comic is socially transgressive already. humor, uh, and you also said uh, which one of those is Jason? Uh, those were one and the same, as you might have guessed. <laughs> I <Hi>, did. <Dan.
1: laughs>
0: oh, son of a. Uh, okay, um, Brian, you thought that a Sirsa comic was prehistoric volcanic rock. One point to Tiffany for fooling Brian. Ooh. <laughs> Jason, you thought a Sirsa comic was a person who has never had a haircut. A Cersei comic is a person who has never had a haircut. (laughs) Two more points for Jason, who's running away with this thing. Jeez. Uh, Both Monty and Aline thought that it was when a moon rotates about a planet with an irregular orbit. Nope, that's what Brian put down. Good job, Brian. How's it going? And Tiffany thought that a Cersei comic was a theatrical production characterized by biting wit. That was, in fact, Dan Morin's definition. So one point for Dan for that.
1: Dan, our definitions were pretty similar there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I gotta stop thinking
1: like you. Yeah. (laughs) I recommend it. I actually went. I actually avoided. I second-guessed myself on the moon one, which didn't really help me because I was like, space. Jason likes
2: space. (laughs) I did that
1: too. I did that (laughs) too. I'm in your
0: head, Dan.
1: I know you are. Get out.
0: None not enough room in here. All right, so after round four, Jason is way out in the lead with nine points. He's halfway to the end. In second place with six points, uh, Brian Hamilton slipping into Whoa. third with five is Aline. Mm. Uh, in fourth with four points each, it's Tiffany and Dan. And in fifth, uh, because I don't do the whole thing where I figure out uh, how many you are actually, what place you're actually in based on ties and stuff, <laughs> it's Monty with two points i'm off I'm the easily charts confused uh and no points for me but that's all right can... i'm still enjoying this game so far all right on to round five you know what let's do another weird one what do you think sure yeah, all right, right let's do another weird one i'm gonna call those this, other ones uh, but but, no,
1: no, keep in mind steve this needs to contrast with the crazy round which is coming next what the,
0: the crazy round's coming next yeah oh man so just i'm not prepared keep that in mind all right well, uh this uh this round is something we call uh we're going to call deep cuts. Uh basically what I'm going to do here is I'm going to read you the first line of a song and you're going to tell me what the title of that song is based <laughs> on that first line. Uh and for uh for this first edition of deep cuts, um I'm just going to point out that uh you know, in spite of or perhaps because of all the festive revelries, a, a lot of people they get very depressed over the holidays. So uh in those folks honor, I'd uh, I'd like you to all please Tell me the name of this album track by uh, Stephen Patrick Morrissey, who penned, I should point out, such, uh, such songs as um, Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now, for instance, <laughs> if you're just looking for previous Morrissey song titles. So here's the first line of this song. You tell me what the title is. The first line is, she told me she loved me, which means she must be insane. Please tell me the name of that song. Now. (laughs) jeez. (laughs) Nothing gets the holidays started off right like a little bit of Morrissey.
2: I don't even (laughs) know. Wow. She told me she loved me Which means She must be insane
0: Oh, boy. Not sure if this was a good idea or a bad one. <laughs> That's about right. Let's find out. <laughs> All right. All of the fake uh, and uh, and the real song titles are in. The first line of the song was, She told me she loved me, which means she must be insane. One of these song titles is, in fact, uh, the real song title to that song. Tell me which one is which. First title is, Looks Like Fruitcake Tonight. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. Everyone's hungry. I wasn't wrong. How can anybody possibly know how I feel? (laughs) (laughs) She loves me. Always lonely at Christmas. Aww. Those were the days. And I'm dying with or without you. (laughs) <laughs> oh, ah! took a turn.
2: One mm. of those is, in
0: fact, a real deep cut by Morrissey. Tell me which one that one is, Dan Morin.: Oh man. Uh, what was the second one?: Oh, no, not this again. B: <laughs> <Me. laughs> second one was, "I wasn't wrong." I'm go with if that I one. said, "I wasn't wrong.: I was gonna, that yeah, I'm going to go with I wasn't wrong.": I wasn't wrong." Uh, Monty, what do you think?
1: Well, I was going to go with I Wasn't Wrong, but I don't trust Dan. <laughs> yeah, you never should <laughs> try. Good, yes, yes. So
0: I'm going to go with Those Were the Days. <laughs> Those Were the Days for Monty Ashley. Jason, what do you think? I
1: like the musical question, how can anybody possibly know how I feel? Okay.
0: Aline, which one do you think is the real Morrissey title?
2: Uh, um, I'll be Jason's pal and... and that that age-old question how something feelings <laughs>
3: <laughs> how can how
2: anyone can, remember like all of these no, answers how
0: i feel <laughs> it's not like i've ever told anyone okay
4: uh let's see brian what do you think oh god uh, i'm gonna really regret this dan you better not have steered me wrong because this was my answer as soon as i heard it but i'm going with i was wrong or i whatever one was about wrongness i wasn't wrong <laughs>
0: I wasn't all about wrongness in some way. (laughs) Tiff, what
4: do you think?
3: I'm going with Always Lonely at Christmas.
0: Always Lonely at Christmas. Morrissey, of course, is lonely every day of every year, but uh, especially at Christmas. All right, well, let's find out uh, which Morrissey song starts with... She told me she loved me,
4: which means she
0: must be insane. Uh, Is it I Wasn't Wrong, which was guessed by Dan and Brian... No, in fact, that was Tiffany Arment's answer. Two points for Tiff. You got a future as wrong. a Morrissey uh, <laughs> goose ghostwriter. <laughs> Just
3: wanted to make sure I wasn't wrong. Tiffany,
0: meanwhile, thought that it was, uh, it was always lonely at Christmas. No, in fact, that was Monty Ashley's song title. Mm. Monty, meanwhile, thought that Those Were the Days was the song title. That was, in fact, Brian Hamilton's title. And Jason and Aline both thought that the song was How Can Anybody Possibly Know How I Feel? Yup, that's, uh, that's the song title.
3: <laughs> nice. I thought that was
0: the
1: jokiest that's of so any of them. Morris-y. It's so Morrissey. It's so Morrissey. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> how can anybody possibly know how I feel? That's pretty much how it goes. All right, so after round five, the uplifting round five about Morrissey. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Jason pulls ahead even farther. He's got 11 points. Tied in second. Aline and Brian with seven. Uh, Tiffany in third with six. Dan in fourth with four. And Monty is in fifth with three. I still have nothing, but that's okay. All right. Steve, (laughs) I'm dying with or without you. Yeah. Yeah, I figured you would be. That was uh, Jason's answer, by no. the way, in case you're wondering. Looks like fruitcake tonight. We we won't lay the blame <laughs> on anybody. You know what? I don't you know what? It made me
1: laugh when I submitted it and that's all I have to get out of the show. <laughs> some of the some of the lines are just for us.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. righty, then. Uh, oh my god, look what it is. It's round six. That means it's the crazy round where anything can happen. Sorry? <laughs> Yeah. No, we don't do that morning zoo stuff here. It's just, you know, it's the crazy round. Oh, that's the restrained, tasteful crazy round. <laughs> that's
3: exactly right. <laughs> <Being Well>,
0: Dignified. <laughs> that's that maybe what makes it so crazy. So, round six, the crazy round. Your word for round six is... Shaipu. <laughs> You take that back. <laughs> shy poo. S H Y P O O, exactly what you thought. <laughs> shy poo. This can't be over. Some, some people can't use public bathrooms, it's true. Yeah. Anybody who's ever been camping has experienced shy poo at one point or another.
3: Pretty sure my son's afflicted with shy poo.
0: <laughs> Please oh my tell God. me. How do you define shy poo now? <laughs> Well, that's an excellent question, Stephen. <laughs> Ask your doctor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. If the condition persists for more than five hours, consult your doctor. <laughs>
0: Someone's really enjoying <laughs> Maybe somebody's experiencing shaipu. That might be the sounds of shaipu. Shaipoo. <laughs> to for an answer. I need to not have a mouthful of my drink as these answers come in. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem fair. What are you supposed to be drinking? I'm just saying, if uh, if a good one comes in for shy poo, there will be beer all over my monitor. I will put a serious damper on the festivities.
1: Well, Damp? I, uh, I really like their uh, that song from the 80s, Steve. Too shy poo.
0: <laughs> Too shy poo? Hush, hush. Hush, hush. I Don't step the goo.
1: Yeah. Something like that. Thank goodness anything can happen here. (laughs) It's crazy. She told me she had shy poo. um, That's the Latter-day Morrissey. (laughs) Slightly less depressing. More about his medications. How can anyone know how I feel about shy poo?
0: All right, we have two answers, inexplicably, that are too close together for me to read them as the, uh, the same answer. They're too much like the same answer, so... I'm basically going to link those, and if anybody guesses it, I will give points to both players who came up with almost an identical answer. An identically wrong answer. It's a crazy round. It is. That's that's the craziest thing that's happened so far. So that's that's how it worked out. All right. A lot of people were thinking the same sort of thing here, but none of you were correct. All right. All of the answers are in for Shaipu. Tell me which one of these is the correct definition. A breed of dog, semicolon. A mix between a poodle and a Sky Island Terrier. A rainstorm with high winds originating in the South Pacific. A marsupial with a speckled muzzle. A tongue scraper. liquor of poor quality. Or a dog breed, a cross between a poodle and a Shih Tzu.
4: Those weren't the two that were really, really, really similar? <laughs> no. Shih Tzu and a Sky Island Terrier aren't the same dog, so... <laughs> I learned from watching David Reese that uh, all dogs are the same, uh, same species.
3: All dogs to <laughs> heaven.
4: He doesn't know anything about dogs. So, round six starts with Monty.
0: Which one of these do you think is a Poo, Monty?
1: I believe it is a Shih Tzu-Poodle
0: mix. And not okay. a Sky Island Terrier mix. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy stuff for the crazy round. Jason.
1: Oh, it's all so good. I'm going to say it is um, liquor of poor
4: quality. Liquor Why Would of you poor criticize quality. somebody's licking abilities, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> I can think L- of a few reasons. If you don't, they'll never <laughs> get better. They'll <laughs> <laughs> still be
1: very shy about it. it. Well, you just use the tongue scraper then. Aline, what do you think a shy poo is?
2: Uh, it's between the liquor and... And the marsupial.
1: <laughs> Who of us hasn't Did been? You know? What do you keep between the liquor and the marsupial? Between the liquor
0: and the marsupial, this is going to be a hell of a Friday. This <laughs> will <laughs> um, so be a chaipu, all right. uh,
4: Marsupial. The marsupial with a speckled muzzle for Aline. Ryan. Uh, the typhoon. The typhoon?
3: There was a typhoon? The-
4: this, the second answer, rainstorm.
3: which was a oh, the, sorry, rainstorm, the ra- yeah. The rainstorm sorry. with
4: high winds, yes. I, I remembered it by relaying
0: Shaipu with Typhoon. Yes, yes. Basic uh, synonyms uh, e- e- evade me. Okay. Tiffany, what do you think?
3: Going with the tongue scraper.
0: Going with the tongue scraper. All right. A, uh, a, an implement that might be used by a liquor of poor quality to improve Or a martial. Uh, and Dan, what do you think a shy poo is?
1: I was actually inclined to go with the cheap liquor, and I'm hoping that because Jason picked it, unless this is a really elaborate troll, that's <laughs>
0: not... <laughs> he's
1: done it to you before, I should oh point God, out. Oh, God, they've teamed up. <laughs> I'm still going with it. All right. You and I are very
0: much alike, Batman. <laughs> huh. I couldn't tell if that was Batman or a Bond villain. <laughs> you're, you're not quite in last, but you're hanging pretty far back here. Let me tell you what, Dan, I'll... I'll give you a point right now if you can tell me which of these answers was Jason Snell's answer. <laughs> the marsupial. The marsupial with the, with the speckled muzzle? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no point for you. That's Damn. not Jason's answer. All right. So uh, let's find out which one of these is actually a shy poo. Uh, Brian Hamilton thought it was a rainstorm with high winds originating in the South Pacific. That was in fact Dan Morin's definition. Also inspired by the word typhoon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it rhymes. Aline Sims thought that a Shipu was a marsupial with a speckled muzzle. And Dan Morin thought that was Jason's answer. Nope, it was Brian's.
4: Yeah. And I still got that point you were going to give to Dan for nope, it Jason's. Nope. But nope. it's a crazy round.
0: No, well, it's not that crazy, mister.
4: <laughs> Listen, we don't want to get too crazy in the crazy round. People will
0: start to talk. Uh, Tiffany thought that a tongue scraper was a shy poo. In fact, that was Monty's answer.
3: It seems so weird. It had to have been it. Damn it.
0: Monty, it. on the other hand, thought that a shy poo was a dog breed, a cross between a poodle and a Shih Tzu. There is, in fact, something called a Shi-Poo. And I oh. have one. S-H-I-H-P-O-O. But it is not a shy poo. That was, in fact, Jason's answer. Mm.
3: We have a shit poo.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, did
3: you say now? ship? <laughs> shit poo?
1: <laughs> that okay. has got to be the most dangerous breed to say.
0: <laughs>
3: it is. He's adorable. I'm not
0: bleeping that. That's totally legit. <laughs> Jason and Dan, on the other hand, together at last, both believed that shaipu was liquor of poor quality. shaipu is liquor of poor quality. Oh, we are teaming God. up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way I can get anywhere close to winning.
0: By the way, both uh, Tiff and Aline thought that, uh, that a Shai was an unofficial dog breed that is a cross between... Actually, in Tiffany's case, it was a Shyland Terrier and a Poodle. <laughs> <laughs> Shyland
2: L- Terrier? <laughs> but, you I couldn't know. come up with anything. I, I had half of it, and I was like, I got just, just put another dog down. It's fine.
0: Yes. So Your anyway, I, I combined the both, but nobody, nobody bid on either of those, which is kind of sad for both of you. But anyway... Here we are at the end of the crazy round, round six, and uh, yeah, Jason's still in the lead. That's not so crazy. He's been leading this whole game. He's got 14
1: points. I'm so glad that I killed David Lore. Oh, did I say that, I that was... out loud?
2: I was <laughs> going to say, how are you channeling him, Jason? Now I know.
1: Hmm. Yes, yeah, that's right. When you kill him, you become him. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's the worst present ever.
0: <laughs> in uh, second place with eight points, it's Brian. Wow, I'm trailing. In third place with seven each, it's Aline and Dan. Uh, In fourth place with six, it's Tiff. And in fifth place with four, it's Monty Ashley. Uh, I'm not even in the game, really. Other than as your helpful host, Mm. which, uh, you know, you wouldn't get very far without me. Nope. I haven't gotten very far with you. There is that. (laughs) All right. Well, Jason, he's uh, he's basically in striking distance. He could win this round. I was going to do this round later, but um, since it looks like he might win it, we'll go ahead and do it now. This is a round we're going to call... Love is a Strange Place. <laughs> la la la. The way this round works is uh, I'm going to read you a literal translation of a movie title that was used in another country other than the United States. Uh, and you were going to tell me what the original movie title in the U.S. was. Uh, for example, Love is a Strange Place is what the Portuguese call Lost in Translation. So, tell me, would you please... What do the Norwegians call the Christmas classic Die Hard? Please send me your Norwegian movie titles now. In, in English, though, not in Norwegian. I want, I uh, yes, I want, I want, it's been translated into
4: Norwegian and then back to. Literally translated okay. English. Got it. Right.
3: So we're guessing the English title? Right. So they came
1: up with an artful Norwegian title, which we we have forced back into inexplicable English.
0: Right. The the movie was called Die Hard in the United States. In Norway, it was called Something Else, which when translated back to English is what you're going to send me.
4: Gotcha. It's like, uh, what was it? Girl with a Dragon Tattoo was originally something else, and if it was translated from Girl with a Dragon Tattoo into Swedish. I didn't follow that. (laughs) You, You don't have to send me anything in Norwegian. Okay, good.
0: <laughs> Although you half, can if halfway you Halfway through like. my Norwegian dictionary. It's something that could not be translated back into English, though. So. It's known as flurgishmurgr. Flurgishmur. That was impeccable Norwegian, by the way. Dan, I can't believe you don't just know this.
1: <laughs> uh, sadly, my Norwegian is rusty. Well, <laughs> you should oil him. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's between me and my Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> that'll clear your shaipu right up. Mm. Uh, this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Steve, you may have no points, but I think you are the true winner here. <laughs> I'm pretty confident that's not true, but thank you.
0: <laughs> okay. All of the mistranslated movie titles are in. Tell me, uh, by what, is, which, which of these titles is the way the Norwegians refer to the Christmas classic? Probably one of the best Christmas movies of all time, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm mm-hmm. Die Hard. Do the Norwegians call it The Gun Building? (laughs) Lonely Christmas Cop. Aww. (laughs) Surprise Christmas Terrorism. (laughs) Bit of a giveaway.
1: Surprise! Christmas Terrorism! (laughs) I did not have that on my list. I
0: didn't get you anything! Man, I gotta see this movie. (laughs) Uh... Barefoot Blood Party.
2: <laughs> oh, man.
0: The Divorced Policeman.
2: Aw, he's very sad. He's lonely dirties. at
0: Christmas. <laughs> Action Skyscraper.
2: skyscraper, skyscraper. Scraper, scraper. <laughs> skyscraper, scraper, skyscraper, <laughs>
0: skyscraper. Or When Death Happens Forcefully. Ooh. <laughs> One of those is the title that the Norwegians are stuck with for the movie Die Hard. Which one is it, Jason Snell? Oh, no. <laughs> I love them all so much. Yeah, these are good. I like all of these better than Die Hard, actually.
1: <laughs> I'm with you there, Steve. Um, I'm going to say Lonely Christmas Cop.
0: <laughs> He's a lonely cop in the Christmas shop. <laughs> Aline, what do you think Die Hard is in Norway?
2: Oh God, I don't even know. Um, I think I think once again I'm going to have to agree with Jason on the Lonely Cop. Lonely Christmas Cop. I'm I'm
1: really surprised none of these had the had a bear in the title.
0: <laughs> I love the idea. I
1: seriously considered putting a bear in my seriously title about it. the bear. Argyle the Hero bear. Driver. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Brian, what do you think Die Hard is in Norway? Oh, dear God. I have no idea. I. Mm, surprise Christmas terrorism just seems too <laughs> ridiculous to be real. Oh, God. There is no mm. comma, by the way. It is just surprise or Christmas. Or exclamation
0: points. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
4: Do they even have exclamation points in Norwegian? What was the other one about the cop? The, uh, there uh, was the one... divorced policeman. The divorced policeman. Um, I'm going with Action Skyscraper. Scraper, scraper, <laughs> scraper, <Yeah>. scraper,
3: scraper. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Brian goes with action skyscraper, scraper, scraper, <laughs> scraper, okay.
0: scraper. Okay, Tiffany, what do you think is Die Hard in? Normal? I'm
3: going with the divorce policeman, but I've never okay. seen this movie. Mm. Oh, it's so what? good! So I well, there there
0: is a a, a well, okay. I don't want to spoil it for you. Never mind.
3: No, no, I'll just go see it. There's
0: I watched bear. bear. I'm like my All home. these
3: titles are totally
1: accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be bear. surprised by the Christmas terrorism.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or the barefoot blood party.
3: Yeah, I was like, the, what was that, blood parade one? <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: barefoot, barefoot blood <laughs> party? Yeah. Well, yeah. I do have a question, though. Do you want to watch the movie more after having <laughs> yeah. the I do. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh,
1: Dan Morin, what do you think? Oh, my God. They're all too good. Um, I'm going to go with the gun building. Gun
2: building. Uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Monty.
1: Well, what was the one that mentioned death?
3: <laughs> uh,
0: pretty much Which all one didn't of them. mention, death?
3: <laughs> but, but okay, the one that explicitly death said forcefully? death
0: is when death happens forcefully. I'm going with that one. Okay, also a good choice. Mm. Well, that one is in fact Tiffany's yeah, answer. So she so hasn't one seen point. the movie,
1: so it's a literal diehard. Yeah. The others all seem too short. The Norwegians like long things, mm. long boring movies
0: <laughs> do they now
3: sorry norway at least thanks for the point at least I so i'm gonna to have to
0: check in with uh, with norwegian culture and find out if they really do like long things or if that's just a horrible horrible generalization i've seen scandinavian movies they take forever
1: forever,
3: forever. all right let's go through the rest of these
0: stupid things <laughs> <laughs> the gun building was favored by dan morin that was in fact brian's answer nice that's yeah, a good yeah. one well played. these are all great Jason and Aline both thought "Lonely Christmas Cop" was the title of Die Hard in Norway. That was, in fact, Dan Morin's answer. Nice, Dan. Ah, Dan. Jason goes with Dan again. Yep, well done. <laughs> Tiffany thought it was the divorced policeman, technically separated policeman. Jason Snell, whose <laughs> well, answer that was, that was a
1: mistranslation.
0: <laughs> That's true. That's true. Once again, again our answers are strangely, strangely, strangely similar. similar. <laughs> yeah.
4: Brian, on the other hand, thought that the ridiculous action skyscraper... Scraper, scraper, scraper. scraper, scraper. scraper. I, I realized after I chose it that someone had to put action in there just because of that. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Whose was it? That's totally the title. Norway. Uh, it, that actually was the real title. Yeah. Of <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, I almost picked that one. Oh. Are you serious? I thought I'm it was serious? Dan for choosing yeah. uh, action something. <laughs> Two points for you for Action Skyscraper.
0: Oh, wow. I, thought I, was I wish I had an come up with Action Skyscraper.
4: Mm. And again, wow. nobody takes
1: my barefoot blood party. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what about this is surprise, Easter all over surprise again. Surprise Christmas
1: Terrorism. <laughs> that is a great title. Barefoot <laughs> Blood Party good.
0: sounds like a Herschel Gordon Lewis film of some kind. <laughs> it's killer, though. I like it. I think there should be a movie named Barefoot Blood Party. <laughs> I'm on Maybe it. Maybe it shouldn't be Die Hard, but... <laughs> All right, after round seven, Jason still leads. He only got one point that round, though, so that's that's good. This is only the second round he's been held to one, so uh, nice job, everybody else. So he's got 15 points in the lead. In second place with 11 points is Brian. Uh, in third place with nine is Dan. In fourth place with seven points each, it's Aline and Tiffany. And in... What did I say? I think in fifth place with four points, <laughs> it's Monty. It's, it's sixth. What are numbers? <laughs> it's not It's not sixth. It, it, you well, can easily overtake s- both of them
4: at the same time. Th- there are six players. So yeah, yeah, no, I, I think you're in fifth. All right. Jason's in the top <laughs> four, and then everyone else is like five or below. <laughs> By our dumb rules, you are in fifth place, my friend.
0: Enjoy Woo! it. Because I could easily make you sixth place. All right. I think I'm doing a pretty good job myself. Like, in sixth <laughs> place, I it's, it's actually me. I'm in sixth. Oh. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, by the way, everybody, um, Tiff and I have reached a new point in our relationship. I've just been told I can shorten her
3: name. It was sounding so formal. It was, I was like, and I was, was feeling weird person? about it myself,
0: but I, you know, <laughs> whatever. Okay. So, on to round eight. Round eight is just a boring old round. Hmm. Oh, all right. Sorry.
2: Boom. Wish I had more for you.
0: The word for this round is Mungwa. I have because no idea I, how to pronounce that. I'm just entirely guessing that the word is mwa Spelled M-N-G-W-A. mwa. Is that legal in Scrabble? It's
2: not a word.
0: She's
1: great <laughs> it's a on word, Agents of, of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs>
0: you. you can look it up, but just don't do it right now. Mwa,
4: Please, everybody, send me your fake definitions for mwa. Even I can't say it. Now... I'm getting uncomfortable with all these kisses, you're blowing me, Steve.
3: <laughs>
0: What's going on, Brian?
4: I <laughs> I'm getting uncomfortable with all these
0: kisses, you're blowing me. Yeah. Usually they say that till the end of the game show when everybody does it at once.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See you next time, everybody.
0: What is that, the Dooley game? Yeah, I think so. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. 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 It's just generally kind of weird from my perspective saying everybody's names over and over again anyway. It's not something I normally do, but I kind of have to in this case. Answers coming in for Mawa. Some of these are pretty good. Others are not so good. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: waiting for the other shoe to drop yeah. on that one.
0: Nah, they're all good. I, I love them all equally, except for this one.
4: Aww. Oh, my Shippus
0: God. Shippoos are cute. awesome.
3: <laughs> Told you.
0: Do you have a shot of it in the cone of shame? Because I think of myself as kind of a cone of shame tourist. I
1: just uh. really enjoy <laughs> pictures of
0: dogs in yeah. cones of shame. Mm-hmm. Don't judge. Too late. It's a thing. They
1: don't do that. They don't do that so much anymore. My dog had surgery the uh, other week, and, and instead of the cone of shame, they just gave me this um, like awful pepper spray-like stuff that you spray on the wound so that they don't mm. like it.
3: We totally mm-hmm. have cones of shame. So you spray
0: sense. pepper on the wound to to save the dog from the shame of having a cone. around it doesn't hurt them,
1: but but it, it only is unpleasant if you if you lick it. What if You're your breathing. dog really Let likes like spicy food? Well, then it, then they get the cone of shame. She was great, though. I mean, I I, I, uh, I wonder now whether dogs being sad after they have surgery is at all about the surgery or entirely about the cone. It
0: does seem kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. But if you, if your dog is a liquor of poor quality, or a shy poo, then yes. maybe they would never even get the pepper spray.
1: Also, they don't, they don't uh, call it the cone of shame at the vet. They call it an Elizabethan collar, which makes me laugh.
0: Come wow, on. that's kind of cool. That makes me want one. Yeah. Well, they can't call it a ruff, because that would just be confusing. You'd think oh. a dog suddenly spoke. <laughs> uh, I am going to run out and get one of those Elizabethan cones of shame right mm-hmm. after I have my pot pie. Good. <laughs> okay, all of the definitions are in for... Mwah. These are them. We will start with an oriental spice. The Japanese art
4: of intricate marzipan sculpture.
2: Ooh. Intricate marzipan. (laughs) Very
4: specific. Wow. I think they offer a class for that, Emerson. (laughs) The dominant tribal culture of Lesotho. A ferocious
0: giant cat said to stalk Tanzania. (laughs) gourmet Chinese cheese made from goat milk, a Chinese board game made with small, smooth stones, and a fjord. (laughs) So I was going to say we got like an even split between the Orient and Africa, and then we got somebody who's still hanging out
3: in Norway.
1: It's a Lachenvelder. A fjord, semicolon, action skyscraper. A fjord tourist.
3: (laughs) Yes,
1: yes, The fiordist. <laughs> oh, man, if someone hasn't already written a book called The Fjordist, I'm
0: taking dibs on that title. Our next word is fast, <laughs> All right, Aline, what do you think a moonwa is? I
2: have no idea. Um, <sighs> come on, Sims, you can do this. We um, can do it? Let's go with marzipan. I mean, how can you go wrong with marzipan? Marzipan.
0: Aline
4: for marzipan sculpture. Okay. Brian, what do you think? This may just be some moron who doesn't understand etymology, but because the Fjord is so far away from everything else, I'm going with that. Okay. <laughs>
0: Brian sides with the moron.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm assuming that's Brian's answer again. <laughs> I really, really hope I sided with the moron that actually came up with this word. Tiff. Ooh, I like that. Tiff.
3: Hey. <laughs> doesn't it feel good? It feels good. Mm, I like it.
0: Uh, what do you think a Wai is?
3: I'm going to go with the stone game. Stone
0: game. Stone game. Chinese board game with small, small smooth stones. Okay. Uh, Dan, what do you think a mungwa is? I kind of dig the uh, the cat that stalks people in Tanzania. Ferocious giant cat said to stalk Tanzania for
1: Dan. Wait, Denmark. no, hold on. That's, that's what they call diehard in Tanzania. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Monty. Well, here's my problem. I'm clearly terrible Okay So I can't trust my own instincts Alright Maybe you should rely on Dan He can at least tell you what Jason's answer is Mm. Part of the time
1: Uh, All of the answers sound so wrong I'm tempted to choose my own answer
4: But I'm going to go with the Fjord Alright But you must have studied And in your studies you must have learned that man is mortal So you must have placed the poison far (laughs) away from yourself as possible
1: What kind of studies involve that? Like you get that, that pretty early in your schooling I think Jason. Sure. Oh, Dan, you know, you're tempting me with your giant cat. <laughs> <laughs> Find hey, a nickel for let's every not time that I've one. heard that sentence. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chinese board game.
0: Okay, the Chinese board game played with small, smooth stones. All right. Well, uh, let's start then with uh, the Japanese art of intricate marzipan sculpture, which Aline thought was a memoir. In fact, that was Tiff's answer.
3: I mean, that's what should be called, right? I think so, yeah. I totally agree.
0: (laughs) Dan Morin thought that a mungwa was a ferocious giant cat said to stalk Tanzania. Yeah, that's what it is. That's a mungwa. What? Damn it,
1: Dan. Oh, come on. What? What? See, now Dan's presence on an answer caused me not to get it. (laughs) Yeah, wait. wait, wait. I can't trust him anymore. Wait till you see the
0: curveball on this one, Jason. Uh (laughs) Uh, Tiff and Jason both thought, speaking of which, that a Chinese board game played with small smooth stones was a mungwa,
3: when in fact, that was Dan Warren's answer.
0: Wow. Oh, no.
3: Getting, isn't the board game actually called Mancala Is that Yeah, is, yeah that, that is a different... I don't think it's Chinese, different. too. I think it's, a no, I think it's Chinese, no. yeah. Oh, and cool. last but not least, both Brian,
0: uh, who called this poor fellow a moron, <laughs> and uh, Monty Ashley both picked a fjord. That was uh, that was Brian Hamilton's answer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he did it
0: again! Wow. Okay, you got me.
4: <laughs> what, was I can't it,
0: believe it that worked.
4: It? <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. It
0: worked on me. I'm terrible at <laughs> wow. this. I think I'm going to use
3: that in future games. Just throw Fjord out there in the middle of the game.
0: Wow, so no points for Jason this time no. out, but four for Dan. He's moving on up through the ranks. Dale. Leaves us at the end of round eight. I can't believe this is round eight. Uh, With the following, scores. Jason still leads, but he's just hanging on by a thread with 15 points. Uh, In second place, Dan with 13. In third place, Brian with 12. In fourth place, Tiff with 8. In fifth place, Aline with 7. In sixth place, Monty, are you happy? You're really in sixth place now. With four points. It's a dream come true. (sighs) Let's just ignore that last guy. Okay, on to round (laughs) nine. Round nine. The word for round nine is this. Loganamnosis. Loganamnosis is the word for round nine. L-O-G-A-N-A-M-N-O-S-I-S. Loganamnosis. Please send me your definitions. Gnaw. Did you say gnaw? I should have said now, I guess. This is Gary Ganoo with the Gannous of the Ganoo. I'm pretty sure this one is Barefoot Blood Party. <laughs> <laughs> Sooner or later. There should be a word for that, by the way. It comes up often in my conversations. Wow, that was, uh, <laughs> Decisive that was some authority, of authority on that. Decisive word work there, yeah. I was really glad to be rid of that answer. Interesting, interesting. Oh, why, thank you.
3: ooh, ooh.
0: Ooh, boy, the judges are going to have to weigh in on this one. You're the judges, aren't you? Yeah, they're weighing in. Hang on. (laughs) Judge, jury, and Google. This is not exactly right, but I'm going to have to give it to this guy. or girl. It's not me. I have no choice. It would ruin the round if if I left it in there. Oh, wait, we get a point just by ruining the round?
1: Yes. all <laughs> yeah, of you win. Like, yeah, Aww. barefoot blood party was really close. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. Steve Ooh, would be ahead. If then. I submitted as a definition, rude, Monty gets twenty points. <laughs> you have to read it, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the law. Yeah, <laughs> there's no
0: law against it,
1: so it must be okay.
0: Alright, all of the definitions are in for Logan Amnosis, and Dan Morin has come up with a definition ah! that is darned close. Wow. Too close for me to leave it in, although it's not exactly right, okay, but I have right. to give it to him. So three points for Dan for that. He's wow. in the lead. Yeah. He hmm. has just taken the lead, yes, Surprise. although he may lose it here very quickly. We just have to see. So here's what's left after taking out that definition. Dan, These that correct are... definition
1: was my definition. Ha
2: ha. <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: I don't. I. Okay.
2: <laughs> These are the potential
0: definitions for Logan amnosis the medical term for shin splints, a mental disorder characterized by an inability to stop talking, an obsession with trying to remember a word one has forgotten. An illness that causes the afflicted's lungs to cease inflating properly. A mental state that impairs basic logical skills. Or a medical term describing the process by which the placenta is formed. So one of those is the correct definition for Logan amnosis.
4: Uh, hey, Brian, which one of those do you think is the correct definition? It's between the lungs and the placenta. Um. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot packed in there. You're going to have to be more specific. It's the kidneys, the intestines. No, um, hmm. I'm going with, uh, what, what was the word? Loganamnosis. 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 Uh, there's a lot of mental stuff in there, so I'm guessing that if none of them are, like, exactly on point, then one of them is not. <clears throat> I'm going with the placenta. Don't don't Sorry, start.
0: i won't start laughing. I went you back and Kim into, Kardashian I, both. Okay. I went back
4: into
1: the uh the waiter analogy from earlier.
3: <laughs> what would you like today? I'm going to go with the placenta.
0: All right, next up is Tiff. <laughs> what do you think, uh, Tiff?
3: The forgotten word.
0: Amnesia, an obsession with trying to remember a word one has forgotten. Okay. Uh Dan doesn't get to guess. He's already ruined the round once. Mm. We're not going to give You're him a welcome, second opportunity. Steve. You're welcome monty yeah that is not an option (laughs) (laughs) i'm going to agree with
1: tiffany and say it is the one where you're obsessed with remembering a word
0: okay uh jason
1: i'm also going to go with the obsession about a word one has forgotten a
0: lot of people hopping on that bandwagon let's see how that works out for you
2: it's not it's
0: not dan's
3: so
2: (laughs) see that's the one i want to go with and now i'm afraid (laughs) <laughs> it's okay Be on the right side of history Come on over Okay, alright Yep, Tiff <laughs> talked me into it um. Oh
0: boy <laughs> Oh boy Maybe Steve gets a point Well, let's start with that one then This is a Tiff, lot Tiff, right Monty, now. Jason, and Aline All thought That Logan Amnosis Is an obsession With trying to remember a word One has forgotten Yeah, that's it <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> hey. Yay Good job Dan came in with uh, Having a word on the tip of your tongue Oh yeah which is sort of right. I mean, technically, Logan Amnosis is the obsession you have with trying to yeah. remember it, but mm. I think it's close enough. I agree. I couldn't man. have left it in. Uh, and so that leaves uh, poor Brian Hamilton out on his own, uh, thinking that Logan with the Amnosis... With a, with a placenta. It's just you <laughs> and you're the placenta, never, man. You're never really alone when you have a placenta. And that, <laughs> that placenta was donated, by the way, by Monty Ashley. Glad who, I could help. Who, I don't know why he had one in the first place, but it was yeah. nice of him to give it to you. I had this uh, white elephant Christmas exchange the other day. You know how you come out home with strange stuff. So uh, after pulling in two points, that round, Jason is within one of the win at 17 points. Still in first place. Dan's right behind him with 16. Uh, In third place with 12, it's Brian. Uh, In fourth place with 10, it's Tiffany. I can still say Tiffany, right? It doesn't freak you out.
3: Oh, it's cool. Yeah, whatever makes you feel comfortable. Just happens sometimes.
0: That's what I got written down. Okay, fifth uh, with nine points, it's a lead. (laughs) And in sixth with seven, he's pulling ahead a little bit. Uh, You got a you got a few points that round, right? Yeah, you got three points that round. Good job, Monty. And uh, other people got two points. So I did okay. All right, and um, then there's that other guy. All right, round ten. Round ten. The word for round ten is poganip. Poganip, Pogonip. P O G O N I P. Poganip. Would you please send me your definitions for Poganip? Backwards, it's Pinagop. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Giving it all away. Yes, you've, you've ruined a round. Mm-hmm. Points for Jason. He wins. Yeah.
1: I get the ruin points. I believe it's pronounced Pogonip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shut place. up. You don't know.
2: <laughs> Fjord. Fjord. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Interesting.
0: What if if it was? That would be a trip. Uh, Steve, I have some very important
1: news to relate to you. Yes? Pogo nip is an anagram
0: for pooping. (laughs) (laughs) Subconsciously, I think I was aware all along.
3: Someone just put their definition, pooping, please. (laughs) I mean, technically, that isn't a definition, right? You could just write the, an anagram for pooping. Uh...
0: Feel free to talk amongst yourselves after you've unleashed your definition.
1: So, Dan... Um, I already had that great yeah, anagram we, bit. It's time for us to do our uh, mutual uh, suicide pack, where <laughs> you vote for me and I vote for you. Hmm. It's an interesting proposition you hear. <laughs> I think
2: there should be a sudden death round, like... When Tasha Yar goes to the planet, and there's like the poison <laughs>
1: barefoot blood party round.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Actually, the losers are everybody at the
0: barefoot blood yeah.
3: party.
0: Geez, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aline, maybe you should suggest that the person who comes up with the right definition wins because that's you this round.
2: <gasps>
0: <gasps> I like how
2: everybody's like surprised. <laughs> Thanks, I was surprised. <laughs>
1: a plot twist (laughs) i just wanted to get in on the gasping everybody else was doing it and i (laughs) wanted to look cool (laughs) you look super cool in this
0: podcast monty Nothing looks cooler than somebody gasping (laughs) all right peoples all of the definitions are in for pogonip as i mentioned lean already knew the correct definition so hers will not be included but she will get three points right away uh the leftover definitions for pogonip are as follows A piece of traditional South African pie, a small African shrub whose leaves can be used to create a soothing salve, a wild herb used by squirrels and other small woodland fauna to aid digestion. In Africa. (laughs) (laughs) The African squirrels, yes. A mythical creature with five legs, an edible purple-colored root in the parsley family, or a dense ice fog that forms in valleys of the western United States. Those are your options for Poganip. I really
1: wanted it to be when you drink but you're on a pogo stick. (laughs) Sadly, badly, badly, but sad. All
0: right, first to decide uh, in this round is Tiff. What do you think? I think I'm going to go with the African Solve. So is that... Yeah. Soothing African salve. The small African shrub whose leaves can be used to create a soothing salve. Is that it? Yeah. All right. Is that salve?
3: How so you pronounce that?
0: Oh, okay. uh, that's how I've always pronounced it, but I'm an idiot, so. Oh, that's okay. Well, I do <laughs> it what I be want. Solved. So. <laughs> you tell them. All right, uh, Dan.
1: Oh, so many good answers this time. Um, I'm going to go with the mythical creature with five legs, I believe.
3: The mythical creature with five legs. Stop making up mythical animals.
0: For Dan. Monty, what do you think a Pogonip is? I think it's a dense ice fog. All right. You keep on thinking that. No matter what I learn later on, <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
1: uh, Jason. Well, the right play would be to guess the same thing as Dan, but, <laughs> but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to guess a, de- a dense ice fog, too. Uh, Aline You're
4: doesn't get a guess, mess. but Brian does. What do you think, Brian? Okay, so there was an African herb and a uh, something in the parsnip family?
0: Parsley family.
4: Parsley. Okay, Parsley what was family. the... um. What was the African herb definition, Steve? Uh, oh, I'm sorry.
0: There's a small African shrub whose leaves shrub. can be used to create a soothing salve, and then there's also a wild herb used by squirrels and other small woodland fauna to aid digestion.
1: I think parsnip mm. is in the
0: parsley family. I don't know. Really?
1: Yeah. I what? So. That oh, I used to love that's... that show. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with a uh, salve. Going with a salve. want will make you feel better. Might. <laughs> All right,
0: so uh, here is uh, how that round worked out. Uh, Tiff and Brian both thought that a small African shrub whose leaves can be used to create a soothing salve was the correct definition. That was, in fact, Dan Morin's oh. definition. Oh. <laughs> so two points to Dan, which puts him over, actually, just onto the finish line. Um, Dan thought it was a mythical creature with five legs. That was, in fact, Monty's definition. And uh, both Monty and Jason thought that a pogonip was a dense ice fog that forms in valleys of the western United States. Yes, indeedy, that is a pogonip. Wow. Wow. That's so, a, that's a great word. I think technically that gives me 19, Steve. Jason and Dan both win uh, episode two of Low Definition. <laughs> Good job, guys.
2: Hey! <laughs> Yay. It's a Christmas
0: miracle. Now, off to action skyscraper. <laughs> skyscraper, scraper, 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 scraper. Jason actually had 19, Dan had 18, but we're going to call it a tie. So, you know, that's how it works. Uh, tied in second with 12 points apiece, it's Aline and Brian. Good job. Yay! Yay! And tied in third with 10 points each, it's Tiff and Monty. Oh, no points third. for your host this time. No wow. no points at all. I'm Well impressed. done, everybody. Well done. That's it. That's, uh, that's low definition. Thanks, everybody, for playing. Thank you uh, so much for joining us this time, Tiff. Uh, I hope you enjoyed yourself. Oh, it was everything I hoped it would be. Thank you so much. <laughs> good, good. That was my next question. Uh, hopefully you'll join us again sometime.
3: This is my favorite Christmas gift. It really is.
0: Oh. <laughs>
3: oh. And uh, the rest of
0: you I could give or take. So uh, everybody, I <laughs> hope you enjoyed the show. No, no. I love all of my players. Thank you very much, Brian, uh, Aline, Dan, Monty, Jason, uh, and thank you to me for hosting. Yes, good job, Steve. Well, the- <laughs> Happy World Monkey Day, Steve.
3: Everyone go home to your pot pies. If you would like to
0: have your listener word on the show, by all means, uh, send us an email at lowdefgs, the GS stands for groin strain, yes. at uh, theincomparable.com. Uh, and you can follow us on Twitter also at lowdefgs. This one also stands for groin strain. <laughs> um that has been Low Definition. Uh and until next time, this is Steve Lutz saying
1: You don't have a catchphrase, do you? Shy poo. <laughs>
0: Pooping. <laughs>